0: Right. Welcome back. The local housing market has been under pressure this year as interest rates continue to climb this has impacted many consumers with some prospective homeowners opting to rent rather than buy. Despite these headwinds, there is a glimmer of hope as both unemployment and GDP data topped analyst expectations. Surprising to the upside, we're now joined by senior economist at FNB, Sipamandla Mkwanazi, for greater detail on the dynamics at play in the residential property market. Thank you so much for your time, Sipamandla. Now, I feel like uh, these dynamics are coming from different directions, but. You know, the w- the residential property sector has been quite an interesting one. And I mean, just looking at, for example, the uh, results that are coming out of residential companies such as Baldwin and Calgary M3, things look good. And looking at that GDP data yesterday, that 3.1% uh, growth in construction activity, that was also boosted by uh, residential property activity. Would you say that even with all these headwinds, that sector has remained
1: resilient? indeed um thank you for having me um look there is a little bit of a divergence at the moment between expectations and what real data is showing us although it feels like we are in recessionary conditions but data does continue to show um, a bit of resiliency in the residential property market at least we are seeing volumes that um, in line with rising interest rates are starting to moderate but nowhere close to where our initial expectations were if we dig a little bit deeper though um, we see that there is uh, a bit of pressure that is up but this is specifically uh, almost um, more prominently in the lower end of the market while um, households that have better balance sheets they are those households that made it out of the pandemic with a little bit with a little stronger balance sheet and um, it's those households that are propping up the market at the moment and um, the interesting part about those about those households is that they're less sensitive to interest rate increases so if you look at it from that perspective it isn't surprising that we are seeing this resiliency from the household
0: yeah how are the house prices looking at the moment and just from house sales how long is it taking for houses to actually get off the market
1: yeah. So from a house price perspective, we have been in this um, real house price decline in the South African market since the global financial crisis. So in real terms, um, house prices are in a, in a state of a decline. Um, the latest FNB data shows that house prices grew by around about 3.2% year-on-year um, in, in, in November. and This is versus inflation. Um, the latest inflation print, which was 7.6%. So quite a distance between where inflation is and where um, house price growth is. Now, um, the the, the, the distinction between South Africa and other um, developed markets, um, especially during the pandemic, uh, when interest rates were at their lowest, is that yes, we did see a slight spike in house price growth, but it wasn't that prominent, it wasn't that much compared to the US, to the UK, for example. Now, that might have been a blessing in disguise in that um, we don't have much to unwind. Unlike those countries where house prices um, grew much quicker than um, the incomes and now they have to unwind all of that situation. We don't have that much um, to wind. In fact, in the South African context, since the global financial crisis, because house prices have been relatively stagnant in real terms, that has allowed Real household um, incomes to catch up with um, average house price um, house prices so structurally we do see some sort of um, an affordability improvement um, um just coming from a stagnant house prices and um, um incomes household incomes that have caught up with 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 prices during that period indeed we are in a cyclical uh, we are in this cyclical period where um, affordability is being eroded but it's being eroded by um, increasing interest rates which may um next year start to fall again but structurally um, affordability has um, improved in south africa
0: talking about affordability are you finding that maybe with the constraints that you you're seeing in the consumer purse that also more houses are being sold because of that
1: Yes, so yes, 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 we are now starting to see um listings creeping up. So people are, who are um you know, i um, listing their properties because they want to um, get rid of them. But our surveys show that in the main, even those that are listing because um because um they are feeling under um, financial pressure, um, a lot of them still want to you know, um, look for a cheaper property. Uh-huh. Um, and these listings are mainly in the lower end of the market, and they would know that in the lower end of the market market, property has a sentimental value. Um, There's nothing nothing that makes um, those households as proud as owning uh, um, the shelter over their roof. So although that pressure is building up, selling due to financial pressure, um, those households tend to look for a cheaper property.
0: All right. So you are seeing some of these trends coming out of the pandemic, such as semigration from, example, Johannesburg to places like Durban and Cape Town. And there's also the conversion of office space that is struggling right now right now into residential units. So would you say that these are significant and permanent shifts in the boosting of the residential property sector?
1: Yes. No. The pandemic did um, come with um, some um, permanent uh, shifts in the market. One of them, is just the changes in behavioural conditions. This working from home. Um, yes, I know there are companies that are adopting a hybrid, mo- um, hybrid um, models, and um, some are reversing the decisions. You know, to um, to work from home. But from a household perspective, it does appear that there, there is this permanent shift. Um, of, 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 of working from home. That's the first one. But also, uh, you know, at the moment, you can find uh, a, a job anywhere in the world and you can live anywhere in the world. There are those jobs that you can do while living anywhere in the world. Now, with that, it appears that um, in South Africa, at least, people are opting to move towards the coast, especially the Western Cape. Um, and so we have seen this same migration, especially from the inland um, as well as KZ all the way to, 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 to the Western Cape with the perceptions that, you know, there's better quality of life there and um, you know some of those municipalities are better run compared to their counterparts elsewhere so we have seen that trend where people are moving um towards the coast but overall um how still does remain because it is still a, a business hub for south africa it does remain the preferred destination um, for 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 South Africans, so you yeah. might not see this um this trend in the aggregate data. Yeah. You might see it um, in localities such as you know specific suburbs where um the, it will have an impact on prices.
0: Uh, quite interesting that you are seeing those dynamics, that there are still people who still do favor Johannesburg, uh, even with this immigration that we are seeing. Thank you so much for your time and for your insights. That was Senior Economist at FNB, Siphamadlam Mkwanazi.